WWTI Studios would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy-ass bitches. If the stick up your ass is causing you to complain about the adult content, please listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us and like to have a little fun, enjoy the show. You're listening to We Won the Internet, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-acidly bring you weird news, funny stories, and anything we can find interesting on the web. So please welcome our hosts, Sam Baxter and Logan Marks. How's everyone doing out in podcast land? It's May 14th, 2020. Thanks for joining us for another night at the bunker with your two favorite idiots. So have you watched the new uh, show called Solar Opposites? I have not yet. Is that a new sci-fi show? It is kind of a sci-fi show by Justin Rowland, the guys who created uh, Rick and Morty. Ooh, it has to be good. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. I mean, I blazed through that shit. <laughs> you blazed through it? Dude, I, How many episodes was it? Uh, it was. It's eight episodes, which was kind of sad because I was. Th- I thought there was going to be ten. It's not very much. Or are they? Like, are they twenty minutes each? Yeah, they're like twenty minutes each. And um, it's the first season has eight. Like I said, first season has eight episodes. Um, I was I thought there was gonna be ten, you know, because usually there's like ten on most of them. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to the eighth one, I was like really sad because I was like, man, I want to just keep going. <laughs> oh shit, that sucks. That's a bummer, isn't it? Like when the show's so good, and it's like fuck. See, that's what you know. What I'm gonna tell you what. That's why I usually wait for a few years. Yeah. Like and in, like I'll, I'll wait. Like I'm one of those people that can wait and and wait and so I can binge, you know, because I hate when it's the end of the season. I'm like fuck, I want more. Yeah, I know. So it, it's about uh, four aliens and like this little creature that they have. So they crash land. Okay. Uh, they crash land on Earth and they want like to terraform it. But um, okay. Yeah, so, but they're here. They've been here for a couple of years, and they're trying to you know f- like a, the other ones. There's like one of them that doesn't like being there. Like he fucking hates it. But okay. and the other ones they like it here. They're learning. They're like learning stuff about Earth and they they're it's it's just really funny. Some of the situations. That so they're just trying to assimilate with life. Yeah. Normal life on Earth. And then, like, one of them wants to, like, fix the ship so they can, you know, they can continue get out do, you know, continue on their mission. And they have this mission that they're supposed to do, but it's basically basically destroy the Earth the way it is and re- reform mm-hmm. it, reform it so they can repopulate it with their species. Okay. And um, it's, just, it's just really funny because they have, like, all these sci-fi things going on. And, and then they have this other storyline in it, which is really... I didn't think it was going to be that great, but like, because one of the kids on on the on the show, like, he shrinks people with his little shrink ray that he has. Oh, okay. and they keep him like in this on this uh, it's kind of like this uh, aquarium thing against that's on the behind this wall, and so he shrinks. They keep one of the alien kids. No, no the, the aliens keep these shrunken humans that they shrink. <laughs> so, oh. so like now, and so there's this like civilization of like shrunken humans in this wall. That, li- okay. that live that live in there, and there's like a second storyline going on where they're trying to, where they're living in this wall, and like all they have all this uh, like society in there, and like well stuff is okay. going on. You can see like the aliens doing stuff in the background, and it's good. <laughs> they just have like stupid shit going on in the background while like all this really serious shit's going on, like with the with the shrunken humans. Wow. And and you, at first you thought you weren't gonna like that, but then you did. Well, I didn't expect it, you know, because I didn't think they were going to have, you know, like a civilization of shrunken humans in the mm-hmm. wall. And then you go, you go in it, and you start learning more stuff about it, and you know, and there, there's like a, basically, there's like power struggles in there with, 
with with the you know there's like a they have like a government in there and and they they're trying to overthrow it. It's just it just goes it's just crazy. Wow. And all that stuff is going on while the aliens are just doing stupid shit in the background. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it okay, so I I'm I'm assuming he's got a lot of humans that are in there. Yeah, there's like there's a ton of them. It's 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 almost like a apocalyptic uh society. Gotcha. Because they, you know, they have to right. they have to find a way to make food. Because the only the only place to get food is like the girl, little girl in there, the little girl alien, like just puts candy mm-hmm. in there, and they're all living on the candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all diabetic. Yeah, there's like just a couple episodes where it's like there's a diabetic, and they have to deal with that. So it's pretty. <laughs> like I said, it's it's right. it's a pretty good show. Like I I recommend it. Anybody, if you like Rick and Morty, you're getting. The, I do. It's the same animation. I'll probably check yeah, it. Out. It almost feels like yeah, it's the okay. same the same universe almost. Oh, the, well, I wonder if it is. Do you, do you know if there's anything inside into that? I'm pretty sure. Like they, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do like a cross cross show where they, you know, they'll be in it, or or maybe you'll see them yep. in the background. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. But well, I mean, uh, I'll check it out. I just haven't got a chance to. Yeah, give it give it a shot. It's really um, good. What was this called again? Uh, Solar Opposites. Oh shit! Check it out, man. Hey guys, it's Steve the Demon. Oh, motherfucker! I thought I told you never come in here. We're on the air. Yeah, Steve. I know, I know. I just really need to tell you guys I won't be able to make rent this month because I got laid off from hell. What? Really? Shit! Is it getting that bad? Well, yeah. It's it's getting so shitty on Earth since that COVID virus started. The devil's shipping all of his souls to China and some parts of the United States. So we're we're pretty much. Losing our jobs. So it's literally turning into a hell on earth. Yeah, it's, it's getting pretty bad. Uh, I'm still waiting for my Trump check to come in, so when it does, I'll be able to, you know, try to get some rent going. So what are you going to do to make money now? Yeah, you can't live on that one little check. I was thinking about working for the Biden campaign, but I'm pretty uncomfortable with him groping me like that. I, you've seen his videos. I mean, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. They, he... Gives off kind of a creepy vibe. But but I do have an interview with the Trump administration. I mean, in hell, I did specialize in convincing people to drink bleach and poisons and shooting UV light up people's asses for torture. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty specialized in that kind of stuff. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be right up your alley. Yeah, I, I just don't know which one I'm going to go because they're both pretty evil. I mean, even the devil's afraid to lose his job because... That's his face. There's so much evil up here. He's, he's just a joke now. Yeah, well, he seems to have a lot of competition. Yep, times are tough. Hey, but anyway, I'll let you guys get back to your podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll pay you guys what I can if that's cool. You know what? Fuck you, Steve, you red-flaming bastard. Okay. I'm going to find a way for you to make us some money, you dirty bitch. Now get the fuck out of here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you believe that fucking guy? Some fucking I know, what a piece of, of shit. Fucking asshole. All right, let's let's just get let's just get to the get to the shit on the internet. Yeah, all right. We're gonna. I want my money. And he's not gonna have it. <laughs> Cheap bastard. Okay, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll get to shit on the internet. It's impossible to stay cool when all you can think about is one thing: those long, horny nights that seem to go on forever. Now there's a way to heat up your night. Call one nine hundred. Dirty demon to meet a warm, sensuous fallen angel. It's three dollars a minute, adults only. Can you handle the heat? Cause I've been a bad beast of the underworld out there. So heat up your night and call one nine hundred 
dirty demon. Do, do they even have sex hotlines anymore? Haven't, they, haven't you guys fucking heard of the internet? You know what? Shut up, Steve. You should know that pimping ain't easy, you dumb bitch. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, sir. Alright, so shit on the internet. So last week, remember we talked about that kid that stole that car because he wanted to get a Lamborghini? Yeah. So this week is an update to that. So again, just a little quick rehash. The five-year-old boy who was caught driving this family's SUV this week may have discovered that crime does pay. Hmm. That's because an adult who heard how Adrian Zamaripa stole the keys to his family's Dodge Journey, then started off to California to buy a Lamborghini, decided to give the kid a taste of supercar life with a ride around the neighborhood. Jerry Nevis, a local businessman, said he reached out to the Zamaripa family after the story of the kid's automotive exploit went viral. He says, I'm absolutely inspired by the principles that he displayed of success. Knowing what he wants, going after it, Nevis told the local TV station. He also, Nevis insists he doesn't approve of Adrian's actions, but it fucking kind of seems like it, you know. <laughs> but... <yeah. laughs> I know, it's like, how you're rewarding this kid? For- yeah, he's basically rewarding this kid. He's saying, don't do this, but I give him, you know, he's got moxie. <laughs> he's got a lot of balls, kid. <laughs> yeah, this kid's got, yeah. <laughs> I don't approve of this. I'm going to reward you for it, but I don't like it. You know, so, <laughs> so basically, you know, he's saying, I'm. A- <laughs> so Nevis is saying, I'm not encouraging kids to go out and take their parents' car and, <laughs> and do anything else that's illegal. I'm not advocating any of that at all, but fucker you are you yeah you're giving this kid a ride you're glorifying and letting him have some good times okay so you know like if i was a kid and i heard this story mm-hmm. and i heard mm-hmm. that the guy got ended up getting a ride on a Lim, uh, lamborghini from somebody who you know had one yeah yeah my thing would be like maybe i should do that too <laughs> exactly <laughs> he did it why can't i right yeah Ridiculous. You know, the, the cops let them off, you know, or, you know, they're not going to do anything, press charges. So, man, why would they do that to me? They, I mean, they're setting a precedence. I'm not saying they have to, like, throw the book at the kid, but, you know, don't, no. fucking, don't fucking give them, you know, what he incentive wanted. to do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, you're just kind of showing, you know, that it's okay. You know, you won't really get in trouble for doing bad, wrong things. Uh, I don't know, man. A lot of people like, you know, giving him kudos like, oh, yeah, you know, you're a good guy and this and that. I mean, as a father of 13 kids, I'm like, hell no, you don't get shit. If he was, I would have got my ass beat (laughs) if I did that shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, man, my dad would have. My dad would have beat the shit out of me. I wouldn't be able to walk or sit in a Lamborghini because my ass would hurt so much from all that beating. Yeah, I know. It's it's, it's crazy. I just... (sighs) Hopefully there's not an update next week that all kinds of people are, you know, giving him cars, <laughs> you know, <laughs> offering him all kinds of money. Well, I, I hope there's not like a, like a, if like a flux, a flux of kids going, driving around trying to get Lamborghinis so that hopefully they'll get or, a ride too. Or get whatever they want, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, I want an Aston Martin. I want a fucking <laughs> Tesla. All these, like, next week there's all these kids just driving on the freeway at 30 miles an hour. Like, I know. Into each other because they're all trying to get something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to stay tuned. All right. <laughs> if it does happen, you'll hear about it here first. <laughs> so I got a story here. So a lady, Katrina Morgan, called the Port Clinton Police Department 911 line on Saturday and told the cops she needed them to send the fire department because that her pussy was on fire. <laughs> so <laughs> Morgan, 50 years old, was charged with a felony for disrupting public service and a misdemeanor for making false alarms. So apparently Morgan called 
from her friend's house. When police arrived, they told Morgan that she was arrest that she'd be arrested for making these false reports. Um, mm. So the suspect, Morgan, she became very agitated and began re- a resisting arrest because, you know, why not? When police yeah. handcuffed Morgan, she began yelling at the officers and would not comply with orders. The report said that Morgan raised. Uh, resisted getting into the cruiser before finally complying when the police told her that they were going to stun gun her. So after that, she calmed the fuck down. (laughs) You want your pussy on fire? Let's uh, get it started then. Yeah. (laughs) I'll light the match. (laughs) A little electricity will get that thing burning. Yeah, let's get some juices going. I don't mean good juices. Get your pubes going on fire. Yeah. (laughs) So when police questioned the residents at the home, they denied seeing Morgan use the phone. Well, of course. Um, yeah. But they did find a lot of empty alcohol bottles in the house, and they suspect that she was drinking a lot because she was uh, pretty much intoxicated. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, uh guess fire pussy doesn't help. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know to say that. <laughs> So that same guy's going to come to her house and, like, set her pussy on fire? Yeah, I know shit. <laughs> if that's what you want, lady, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, if that's what you want. Yeah, if that's what you needed. I'll set it on fire. <laughs> Jesus. All right, well, I got this last one here. No. This is a guy that we've all known about, Alex Jones, all right? So you think you're going stir crazy from the coronavirus lockdown? I mean, I kind of am. But conspiracy theorist Alex Jones can probably top whatever disturbing thoughts you may be having. He said on the Fart Right Radio talk show Friday that he's willing to go full cannibal. If COVID-19 shutdowns continue, he says, he has extrapolated this out and may have to resort to drastic and disgusting methods of survival. He says, quote, I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors, Jones said, predicting a dystopian future (laughs) plagued by food shortages. I I saw him say that. He's just he was pretty uh pretty adamant that he was gonna eat. Yeah, he was adamant, huh? I'd hate to be his neighbor, said, so you're sitting out there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> sitting he out says, there I won't watching have... him, he's all looking at you like he's all hungry. He's like, yeah, oh. like you're a piece of steak. <laughs> like the cartoons, like when they <laughs> Yeah, when they're just looking at you, he just staring be, at you all creepy. Look like a turkey. Yeah. No. <laughs> so so he says, quote, I won't I won't have to for a few years because I got food and stuff. But I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them. My daughters aren't starving to death. I will be eating my neighbors. I will! Unquote. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so he says, you know, he's willing, he's willing to haul them, up, haul them up and fucking cook their asses. And he says that he, he's going after the globalists first. He oh. says, I will eat your ass first, is what Alex says. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he meant sexually. I think he meant that he would literally eat <laughs> All these guys getting all what? Oh, okay. That's yeah, no, it was like ass. a good time. Yeah, I know. Wait a minute. Maybe I've thought Alex Jones wrong. Maybe he can come eat my ass. I usually pay big bucks for that, but if you're gonna do it for free, yeah, no. yeah. So I mean, I don't think Alex will ever go hungry. I'm sure he's got plenty of neighbors and he's got a lot of food. He's got a lot of ass to eat if he needs to. Yeah, and he's made a lot of money, you know, selling his, you know, that scams. Remember we talked about the yeah. fake coronavirus cures. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, Alex. Alex stays in the news. He's, you know, he always. You finds know, we've been listening to him yeah. since we've been listening since the early two thousands, yeah. and you know, 
<laughs> he's never fails to entertain. Oh, he, yeah, he always does that shit just to get attention, and especially now because yeah. he's not, he can't get it on any of the forums anymore, or no, 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 none of the formats. Can't get yeah, on Facebook they're not. And all that so in, they've kind of banned his ass. Yeah, they banned him. So I, I can see him just saying crazy shit just to just to get attention to be on the news. Yeah. No, and and then he plus he had the cure right the coronavirus yeah. cure and he's, so. and he's always he's like hawking his like I'll watch it every once in a while just mm-hmm. to see what he's up to because he's always entertaining I, I'll give him that he's always entertaining but I'll, but that's all he does he's just hawking his stuff all his pills and all the stuff that he has he's he's just always selling it all these miracle and, yeah, cures I know and he's like trying to play the victim he's like I you know you guys need to support me you know the only way I can yeah. do it is you buy my shit you know. Yeah, like, all right. I know well, people go... buy it, so I mean he's still there. Yep, yep. He can't. He's an entrepreneur. Can't can't be mad at that. He's living the American dream. So it just looks like he's ready to eat it now. <laughs> well, he's ready to eat some ass. All he right, is. he's ready to eat the American dream. All right, so we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna be decoding the internet, where we're gonna talk about the history of info hacks. So we'll guys, we'll see you guys in a little bit. Not long ago, that a breach that compromised data of a few million people, you know, would have been big news, right? Breaches, you know, usually affect hundreds of millions of, or even billions of people, and it's becoming pretty common. And a lot of times, some of the companies don't really have to pay heavy fines. You know, some companies take they take the hits, but they end up sometimes they're able to like not have any information stolen, and they're okay. Sometimes, like with Yahoo, remember a few years ago when they. All their accounts got hacked. Oh yeah, and and it fucked them up. With the Verizon was going to acquire them, and it, they lost like three hundred fifty million off of their actual overall price. Oh, did they really? You know, I, didn't, I didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah, they lost like three hundred fifty million over that. But there's a couple. We'll talk about a few things here that <clears throat> kind of interesting, and you know, a lot, a lot of times we hear about hackers, you know, coming from Russia and stuff, but. Mm. Um, here, here's this first one I'm going to talk about is Half-Life 2. Did you ever play Half-Life 2? No. Did they make Half-Life 2? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when, when Valve was creating Half-Life 2, they found they have, they were having trouble meeting their deadlines. So this was back in September 30th, 2003. Mm. So they were missing their deadlines, right? And they spent millions of dollars trying to make this game, right? The first one was really popular. Yeah, I, me- I think I remember playing the first one, but I never played the second one. Did you? Yeah. So every deadline they missed, millions more would be lost. And on top of these deadline issues that they were missing, they were having like a lot of computer problems, right? Computers would crash, uh, networks seemed to be slow, just just a little little lot of speed bumps were happening. You know, they were they were keeping them from from you know hitting getting meaning their next sprint. So the thing that happened that every programmer fears happened next after that. Like I said, they kept failing, they kept failing. And having all these problems. And then they get started getting information from the outside, you know, other websites, people contacting them saying, hey, look, your game's online. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the fuck? And when they looked online, they found that the source code had been stolen. Oh, shit. And, like, personal, you know, personal emails between the employees had also been published on websites, various websites. So what they had no idea, like, what the fuck? So a German hacker had managed to gain access to the database a few weeks prior and that was the reason why they were having all those server those computer crashes and server crashes Mm -hmm. 
So this guy was a huge fan of the Half-Life series, and he really wanted to know more about the game. You know, there's a lot of times when, you know, like we want to know something that's going on, and we're always searching online, you know, trying to get more information, yeah. right? But little did he know, he, he didn't know he was going to actually get access to the network. But the shitty thing is, by doing so, he also fucking leaked it out. You know, that's the, that's the shitty part. Yeah. So the guy, he found out that they found out, right? They they ended up they didn't know how they had contacted the FBI. Um, FBI is kind of like, eh, you know, we're not really going to find this, and we're not going to put a lot of too much time yeah. into this. You know, it's just a fucking game, you know. <laughs> and so <laughs> that was so, like millions of dollars is being lost. I know, but I mean, it's not like you know secrets, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like somebody killed anybody. Deep state secrets, yeah. and so and so they they actually you know what Valve did was they actually contacted you know a lot of the people a lot of the people that follow them and social media. Hey, where are you guys getting this from information? And they, a lot of people were posting, hey, I got it from this side. I got it from this side. And they were able to pinpoint it down to this German guy. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, he, the German guy realized, oh, shit, they know it's me now. Right? <laughs> After a couple weeks. You know? so, He's like Hitler in so his bunker all waiting for him to come Yeah, yeah, out. exactly. Okay, guys. Okay, you win. You know? I'll let you guys have everything back. <laughs> but, but he emailed uh, the main guy, Valves Gabe Newell, to apologize and what he was surprised about was that Valve wasn't not they weren't pissed but they actually offered him a, a job oh right? really a lot of times a lot of times CIA CIA guys you know they they find when they catch these hackers mm. it's kind of like remember catch me if you can yeah hey they man give, you they give them you were fucking us they up. know how to do it so yeah exactly you knew things that were getting around us we could use you right uh. so they said hey you know let's 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 bring you in for a job interview let's get you a job so they worked with him to get a green card so that he could interview in the United States. Mm. But he, what he didn't know was that Valve had been working with the FBI to set a trap to arrest him. They <laughs> oh, wanted shit. him on the U.S. soil. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> they wanted him on U.S. soil so they could arrest him. Uh, right? They, they wanted his ass. Yeah. So the German cops found out about this plan between Valve and the FBI. And instead, they went and arrested him before he was able to get on the plane. Oh damn! Cause that so was that way he didn't be that, in a different country. He didn't ha- exactly. So he didn't have to go to the U.S. and he only served uh, two years of probation in Germany. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like a, that's like a slap on the wrist. Exactly. That's like nothing. And you know you, you couldn't do anything about it, right? They just they could ask him here. You send him over. Send him over. And they're like, nah, we we got it. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> we <laughs> have cake over here. Huh? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I never played the Half Life games, so. I played the first one. It was pretty good. I remember enjoying playing it. It was a long time Did ago, you? though. Yeah, this is early 2000s. I mean, um, was there Half-Life 2? Just going to look it up real quick. I didn't yeah, look it up. Yeah, there's yeah it came out in 2004. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting, but <laughs> sorry, Valve. I mean, <laughs> a lot of these games, they, they take a lot of money nowadays, and... Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hard work, but shit, well, yeah, you know. They're, I mean, they're working on these for years, especially now. I mean, the graphics are so much more, and the mm-hmm. and they're like the details are so in depth. I mean, they they mm-hmm. they're working on these for games for years, years. And, well, yeah. That's a lot of money in, to invest in in something and have somebody just leak it out. It's it's not like when we were growing up in Nintendo. Remember those games were like fucking being pumped out like every week. They were being pumped out like like South Park episodes. Remember? Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's games all were coming out by the things. masses. Yeah, There's little dots. Well, speaking like across you, the screen. Well, speaking of how you said like millions of dollars invested and lost. This yeah. next story was Harry Potter. Okay. So did you ever read the Harry Potter books? 
I did. I was never a Harry Potter fan. I'm not very big on the wizards. So. Yeah, neither am I. So just to me, I don't really care about. I watched but, a co- I watched a couple of the movies, but you know, they just felt yeah, like these really think? elaborate Scooby Doo episodes. I everyone kept telling me, yeah, it's everyone's telling me how awesome it was, and then when and then I watched the first three or four, and they're like, I'm like, these are boring, and they're like, when they get older, it gets really good. I'm like, okay, so I watched the next few more, and they mm-hmm. still sucked. Yeah, I I just think like, well, you, you have to be like. Um, it has to be like your generation that they like not your generation but I think it's a lot of millennials that like it because that's what Probably. they grew up with it's kind of like their Star Wars yeah but I mean I feel like if it's a good story you can go back and still read it like I Dune came out before I was born and I enjoy that whole series yeah, those that's, books. that's true but I don't know. it's it's like stuff that they, they grew up with so they um, they have fond memories of yeah it. I, I get that I get that I just I gave it a chance I gave it a try and I didn't really care yeah I, so. I was the same way too I just thought maybe maybe it's just because I'm older and I you know yeah but but it, I it, I didn't care so when the new Harry Potter book was going to be released the publishing company Bloomsbury wanted to keep the book a secret right mm. Because a few years before, they had a nightmarish leak that ruined the ending for Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. So they wanted to avoid that again. So this time, they were ready. To stop all leaks or spoilers, Bloomsbury spent about $20 million on security measures for the book shipments going out to the retailers. They also threatened any store that even dared open the containers holding the books inside. Right? They were fucking... They were not going to take a chance on any of this shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like I said, $20 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. But this yeah, that's a lot. I mean, it's a big series, right? So mm. there was a lot of money to be made. So they probably felt like it was an investment. But <laughs> this was all pointless. Wonk, 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 wonk. Yeah. F- four days before it was released, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows was leaked online. Photos of every page of the 784-page book were posted on several file-sharing sites. So many, somebody sat there and took photos of every yes. page. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> 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 these oh went on. Oh my god, these you went, fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah, they went on. They, they were like, I'm going to ruin these fuckers. I'm going to ruin them. Now, some of the photos were blurry, but majority of the story, including the ending and the fate of the main character, were legible. Oh. So for all the troubles Bluesbury went through, they wasted $20 million. And to, to top it all off, the original post of the pages was never known. <laughs> was so they never found out who did it? No, no. So just, you know, I'm sure one of these people, like, they sent a book to, like, Borders or something, and one of these people's like, fuck it, I'm just going to do this, you know? <laughs> I'm just going to open Dude, this up. Yeah, I mean, fuck, that's a lot, lot of time. To seal- that's a lot of time. It dude. is. It is. 700 pages? The guy was at, like, 784 the- pages. Yeah, that's, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I'd have, like, exactly. nothing to do. Some big old fat. I mean, maybe that was there. maybe that was their whole deal, right? That was their whole invent. Like, this is what I'm gonna do all night. Like, fuck it, this is my night. I don't know, but that's they. Like I said, they waste a lot of money on that. Yeah. <laughs> so this last one I have here, this guy's got balls. All right, gotta respect this guy. This tough guy, data breach. So most of the time, when people try to steal, they try to do it anonymously, mm-hmm. right? Like this previous guy. Yeah. So hackers probably feel a little less stressed when they're, you know, tap into another network and they technically don't have any physical presence causing any alarm, right? So it's always done remotely. Mm. But like I said, this last story is a little bit different. It's interesting. So I don't know if you have heard this, Logan, of anybody trying to steal files in broad daylight in front of a crowd of people who all know that they aren't supposed to be there. 
Okay. But this occurred, <laughs> but this occurred at PAX East. So the, the studio Atomic Games was setting up their booth when a man in the crowd just fucking decided he would just take the source code right out from front of them. Mm-hmm. So he hooked up his laptop to the computer containing the source code for a new, gaming, new game coming out called Breach. So the employees immediately noticed him and confronted him as to what is the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. So he said, fuck it, I'm stealing your code. <laughs> so <he's> like, oh. <laughs> I do what I want. But, yeah, I do what I want. So he realized, oh shit, like, why am I saying this? I'm in trouble now. So he disconnected his laptop and ran to the crowd, right? <laughs> but <laughs> like, I can imagine him running, like throwing one of those smoke bombs and trying to get out of there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> You still see him running like he's all like shitty. <laughs> yeah, but the, the the shitty thing is he got he got caught by security and he got taken to police custody. <laughs> so <laughs> he had only taken 14 megabytes of data before this capture. But you know, like I said, big ball, stupid plan. I mean, he just he just walked right up and hooked up into their server and like fuck it, I'm taking this. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least somebody <laughs> said everybody. something, you know. Well, yeah, you know, you're setting it up. You're going to be like, hey, we're this team that worked on this. Some other guy just comes up and hooks up. I'm lucky. That guy's lucky he didn't get fucking knocked out. Well, I mean, I've heard of people just, like, walking into places and nobody – because everyone thinks, like, oh, maybe, you know, there's a lot of things going on and, and – Yeah, nobody will notice. Nobody him. notices. Like, oh, maybe, maybe he's walking out there with pretty much a lot of confidence, so maybe he does work there, you know. Maybe he's just some dude that, you know, does yeah. the upgrade something or I don't know, you know. Did maintenance on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's probably what he was going for. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, you're you're right at their stand. I mean, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I mean, people are gonna know, you know. I mean, again, like I said, he had this guy had balls to yeah. to do this. Usually, like I said, hackers do things from remotely, right? They they steal data from. From like Russia or China or wherever they're they're known well, to have done it. I can't believe you just said that's that's what he was doing. Yeah, you know, I'm just doing your data. I'm taking your source code. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like no, you're not. I was like, like, like why do you say like, hey, it's it's me, Jerry. I'm the new guy. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's why I said this. You guy, know, this guy's either really got balls of yeah. steel or he's really dumb. <laughs> I'm not sure. You you make the call. <laughs> Yeah, he probably thought he was going to get away with it, too. Like like he said, he probably thought he was going to blend in and yeah. nobody would re- re- you know, notice he was there and he was just going to take it. Again, some people are really, you know, they just think that they're immortal and they can just do whatever they want, you know? Yeah. Well, so at least at least they saved it. You know, they got they got him yeah. before he took too much. Yep, yep. So, a good thing they were, they were aware. One of these guys isn't wearing our normal pink shirts. <laughs> <laughs> they caught him. So <laughs> one is not like the others. So that's all I got, man. I thought these were kind of interesting. Not normal like Equifax or, you know, eBay being hacked. Yeah. These are just a little bit different. Well, those, those are actually pretty informative. I like those. All right. So we're going to take a break and we're going to do uh, I Can't Believe It's Not Google. When we get back, we'll see you guys in a little bit. So we're back, and it's I can't believe it's not Google. So when people write, or people uh, write us and ask for advice, and we give us we give them our shitty advice, it's not good advice. It's just advice. So this week we got Beth from Idaho, and she says, "I'm 35 years old, and my boyfriend's 34. 
and he goes to this massage parlor. He works at a very physical demanding job and his back hurts often. I have no problem with this, but he was just telling me that he has been to some parlors where they massage his balls and dick. Mm. He's, he says it's just for relaxation that he doesn't I do it, <laughs> that he doesn't do it to get hard on and they don't finish him off. And this really irks me. He sees no problem with it. He says he's been offered a happy ending, but he always declines. Oh, now, <laughs> now that I know this, I'm going to feel totally uncomfortable next time he goes. Is this a normal massage parlor thing? Would anybody consider this crossing the line? What should I do? I think you got a good guy. <laughs> I think you got a really good guy. Because he he's, doesn't get the happy ending. Yeah. <clears throat> Every guy wants a happy ending. See, that's what I'm thinking. He doesn't take too. it. Like, he's going there. Yeah, he's you getting relaxed. He's getting a massage. Yeah. He's not hurting yeah. anybody. I mean, who doesn't well, want their balls and dick you know, massaged? Now, what was the girl's name? Uh, Bev. Did she? Bev. So, does Bev give him massages like this often every day? Well, maybe if she did, he wouldn't go to the parlor. Yeah. <laughs> Bev, you stupid bitch. Maybe you should, uh, you should cater to your man. You know, do what he wants. Otherwise, then he can have massage from you and the other And the happy ending. Well, I yeah. mean, it, it takes a lot of restraint to go there and not get a happy ending. I don't know how he, yeah, I don't know how you would do that. This guy's basically, basically a, a saint. That's what I'm thinking. He is. He's, he's, a, he's a damn, he's a hero. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's somebody to look up to. Like, you, like, forget Superman. You got this guy right here. Now, have he's you, he's have, not taking that. Have you ever been to a massage parlor? I have not. I've not. Oh, you know what? I have had massages. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I but they didn't offer me the happy ending. Those bitches. <laughs> I've I've been to one one time. I yeah. I I'm not very comfortable with it. I because because mm-hmm. I know like when I'm there, I'm gonna get an erection because there's some, some okay some woman touching me. Sure. And I can't control it. And it I I to me I was like fuck I'm too burst because I don't want to be turn around all of the big okay. fucking boner in their face. Yeah. Um, it might be. It might. It might prove good for you. It might. Maybe I'll get the happy ending. But it, <laughs> it I, might, man. <laughs> but it feel it feel a little awkward, you know, because I'm not going in there. I just want to get a massage, right? Yeah. I'm sure. not going in there to try to get anything done. But it always makes me feel kind of com- uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I just don't do them. Gotcha. Um, but if there was an actual parlor and they offered that and that was okay, then I probably would go. Oh yeah, he'd be going back every day. <laughs> At least once a week. Okay. It'd be kind of expensive after a while. Yeah, it depends how much they charge, right? <laughs> <laughs> depends on the bill. Yeah, I think Bev. I think Bev needs to chill out though. She needs to let her man go. I mean, he's. I. I. It doesn't. She doesn't say anything in there that she massages his back or, or, or you know, makes a. Uh, draws a, a bath for him or anything, or yeah, she didn't say any of that shit. Or so I maybe like she, Bev's. or maybe she doesn't. It's just really bad. So he does. That's why he has to go to a parlor. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So if she's not gonna handle it, let him fucking go get his rocks off. Fuck up. Yeah, that's a yeah. I can see that. Though, if I mean, if you maybe you should get in there, Rev. Start working yep. the muscles. You know, get in there and mm-hmm. you know go down a little bit, massage all the other parts. And mm-hmm. you won't have to go to the parlor anymore. You don't have, then you have nothing to worry about. Exactly. And he didn't even have to tell her he was doing that, right? I, mean, I know. What, this what guy tells his girlfriend, hey, yeah, she rubbed my nuts. Don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what like, like, I think about it? Like, this this dude is just straight up honest. Yeah. He's and he didn't, he's telling you know, her everything. He didn't He didn't go for the happy ending, so he's he's a, he's, a, he's faithful. He's a good guy. 
Yeah, he's faithful. Yeah, and he's honest. He's faithful. He works hard. He works hard. Yeah, he's got a you know yeah physical labor job. Yeah, he's, he's out there just yeah. to keep going. And yeah, and he's he's probably buffed. He's probably got muscles, right? He's yeah. labor intensive. I mean, this guy's got everything. Bev, you should be thankful that he's fucking your man. That he's your man. You know yeah. that he's that's a, yeah. He's I with you. You should be very yeah. thankful. I agree with you 100. percent Yes, be, 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 faith, be thankful. Yeah, okay. Should be on so your hands and knees and be thankful he's with you. Yeah, we're all in agreement. Uh, you're the bad person here. You need to stop. You're the you problem, Bev. Massage. Yeah, you're the terrible human being. Uh, mm-hmm. Kudos to your to your boyfriend. And, yes. Uh, I think we Sounds solved that one. I think we. I think that was, yeah. that's a good advice right there. So just it shut is, up, shut up, Bev, and just let him get the happy shut ending. Up, yeah. <laughs> 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 Give him your blessing to get his his nuts jerked. Yeah, let, let somebody get play with his nuts. His. Let him play with them. Just, just shut up. up. Yeah. All shut right. up, Bev. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the after show, The Dark Web, where we're going to be talking about true chilling stories. <laughs> chilling. All right. So we'll see you guys on the other side there. Bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web. The WWTI Studios After Show. Welcome to the, the Dark Web. We, today we're going to be talking about some true chilling stories. So these are always these are always pretty fun. I like hearing things about like this because allegedly they're true. I can't say they're not, but <laughs> it's 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 good to hear about them. You know, you know that things happen to people, and at least they live to talk about it. So this first one is by friend friend Watermelon, and it's called the Last Phone Call. So this one goes, a few years ago, my boss went on holiday for a couple of weeks to Spain. Midway through the holiday, he got a phone call from the police informing him that his sister had died in a fire in her flat. Mm. So he rushes back to home. He rushes back home early, deals with the police and the death and everything. My employers told him to take some time off to grieve, which he duly did. When he came back into work on Monday morning and a few weeks later, we invited him into our into our coffee room to talk and offer him our sympathies and support about half an hour later he excuses himself to start work he walks into his office sits down at his desk to dawn his computer and checks to see if there are any phone messages and the very first message that plays is his sister screaming down the phone help me help me i'm trapped i can't breathe and that was it oh wow he says it's it still sends chills down my spine to think about it so, oh, can you can you imagine his last message he got was from his sister who had trained. just died? Oh, that'd be horrible. Oh man, you just li- I you know what? Like when I yeah. if I'm talking to something and I know they're driving, in my mind yeah. I'm always fucking freaked out. I was like that I'm gonna hear them get in a crash. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, it's like every time I talk to someone who's driving, I'm like, oh, I always have this fear that I'm just gonna hear this, you know, screaming and screeching car, oh, you know, and tire man. screeching and. It's, and then all of a sudden, nothing. Yeah, it's just quiet. Yeah, it, or screams. You just hear screams. Yeah, pain, every time. Agony. I was like, "What a horrible thing! That's a horrible thing that happened." Oh, you just talk man. to someone, and they just fucking die while you're listening. You can't do anything about it. No, oh, that would be no good. 
<laughs> no good at all. So I got this next one here called The Call by Nugget Princess. So this one goes, My grandfather told me this story about how one time he was sitting in a chair in front of his house when he heard his wife repeatedly calling him from inside the house. The thing is, my grandmother passed away a few years before that. But he told me that the voice was so pressing that he actually got up to take a look inside the house. And as soon as he got inside, he heard a loud crouch, crash behind him and turned around to see that the chair he had been sitting in moments ago had been crushed by the cast iron. If he didn't come inside the house, he would have probably been seriously injured. Every time I think about it, it sends chills down my spine. Have you ever heard of things like that? People saying like they've heard a voice, like a reason, like they feel like they need to get up and go check and they're, they're barely in the... And stuff like yeah. that happens, yeah. I've heard stories like that before. Or like, well, you see those videos where like some, like they're standing in one spot and then they move a little bit and like a car comes and, and like yeah. crashes where or they it hits. They would have ran over them. I, I think that's 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 weird. Well, is like, it is it like, intuition? Yeah, just like fractions of a... Yeah, I don't know. It's like fractions of a second, you know, make or like it could change. Yeah, your it life, makes a big difference. You know, or just just a small movement. And just think of the people who like didn't do that, right? They're the ones who end up being a wreck or something like that. Oof. It's, it's yeah. Then again, a lot of people die in that shit, and I guess, so yeah, you know, they didn't have anybody telling exactly. Them who, That's what so. I'm saying. Who, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Who knows? So I guess this one here called Mrs. Black by Kaka Millis. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. so it goes, my grand was in the local town doing her shopping and running various errands. On her way home, she met one of her neighbors out doing their gardening. She stopped and asked how they were. They had a chat and grand came home. When she got in, my granddad asked how town had been, if she met anyone on the way. And grand started talking about the neighbor. Granddad interrupted her. Mrs. Black, we were at her funeral two weeks ago. Apparently, Gran nearly passed out once she realized. So she had been talking to a dead neighbor? You think it was all in her head? Oh, that's kind of yeah. weird. Those, I've heard stories like that before where somebody's like, somebody had talked to somebody and they're like, well, you know, they, they had a heart attack. Yeah, like a yeah they died. Like, no, you didn't, like there's no way you could have talked to them. Or they yeah. Oh, maybe they just have like their time is messed up. You know, they they thought they did that day, and it was like maybe it could have been. Ago. It could have been like a week or two before. I mean, they, remember, they just kind of, or it might have been like that, somebody who just looked like yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this whole conversation, the person was like, well, what was yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> it's like National Lampoon's European vacation. You remember, <laughs> they go to the wrong house, <laughs> they stay there, and yeah. it's not even their family. <laughs> <laughs> And they're just like too polite. Yeah, anything. They're just kind of or, like, or okay, scared. Okay, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead, do what you need. Because I've I've had I've had people come up to me and mistake you know have full conversations with yeah. me. And because I didn't know who they were, I'm just you know trying to be yeah. polite, you know, or like you not know, say like I don't know who you are, it's just like you know, because I'm thinking I I might mm-hmm. know them, so I just kind of like yeah 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 yeah, yeah everything's going fine and and you just kind of kind of go mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, a lot of because, people think because a lot of people sh- mistake me for Vin Diesel all the time. I know what you mean. It's a, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty weird. You just gotta let it Vin go, Diesel, you know. Huh? They ask you when the next Furious, Fast and Furious is gonna be out. <laughs> yeah, Fast and Furious, and if me and the Rock, yeah. or or if patch things up, yeah, it happens. I know, I know, I guess I know what you mean. <laughs> no, but I guess I guess that does happen, right? I mean. 
sometimes you might not know and you, you're wondering am i the one who doesn't remember or do they not remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because i've done that before where i'm just like oh like i because they look familiar to me mm-hmm. or you know i might have seen them around but they think i'm somebody else and i'm just kind of going with it because i just don't yeah. want to be like don't i don't want to know that yeah i don't want them to know that i don't know who they are so you just yeah. kind of go with it <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a shitty thing. <laughs> so I got this last one here. It's Walking in the Woods by it's an anonymous person. So this one goes, A few years ago, I was walking to the woods off the beaten track a bit, and I smelt this really overpowering sweet smell. Being nosy, I pulled back the undergrowth to have a look and found a dead body. The guy clearly had been there a while and wasn't looking great, all swollen and green and black with various runny bits. The local wildlife had also been dining well for a few days. I called the police who told me to wait with the body until they arrived. Being in the middle of nowhere, it took a while for them to arrive and it got dark and I would just sat there in the dark with him for a long time. It turned out he had committed suicide. For a long time afterward, I had dreams about him and he would talk to me and not nice things. Mm-hmm. Mainly about how he was angry I had disturbed his resting place and he wanted me to kill myself. Probably just my imagination, but all pretty disturbing at the time. He still turns up in my dreams from time to time, and no doubt will be tonight after typing this. Hmm. That's kind of weird, huh? That is weird. Yeah, the guy's... So the guy's showing up and get pissed off because he walked through his his woods area? Well, he found, yeah. I mean, he was kind of hidden, right? He was Uh under the bushes. So, you know, he he accidentally found it, right? He smelled it, and he found it. But he's having these dreams, and the guy's mad because he found him. Yeah, like you—you you disturbed me. I was in a good place. I was resting. Mm-hmm. You know, I was—I was in a place. I, he probably wanted his body to decompose there. You know, and now the police came and took it. Right? They—they they had to take it to the right. morgue. Right. This is so some, like, some shitty city now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm in this fucking plot with all these other assholes around me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I had a nice spot by the lake. I know. Now I'm married. I'm buried by my ex-wife. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be kind of weird. That's weird that he, that the guy was angry at him. I mean, yeah. I mean, he doesn't know this guy, right? But the guy's yeah. in his dreams, coming to him in his dreams, saying, "What the fuck you do, motherfucker?" No, he's probably. I don't know. He's probably just really traumatized. This shit. If, he, if I found been. a dead body, I would be kind of. It, it'd be unsettling. It would be. But but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, trauma is different with everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's it's weird though how he you know the guy showed up to him he didn't say the guy looked dead he just said the guy showed up so hmm. you know I don't know how he would have known what the guy looked like without because he said that the body had already decomposed a little bit and the wildlife yeah, so how does he, fed how on does it. he even know like it's that guy I don't know that's that's the thing I don't know that's the yeah. weird thing it's probably just yeah. like in his mind like he's it could be he's yeah you know, what he thinks he would have looked like yeah he's assuming that's why he's having just nightmares about it. He's that's still pretty shitty. That still sucks. So. Yeah. Finding dead bodies, or even like seeing a dead body, is kind of uns- really unsettling. Yeah, it's not the best. You know, I because I've seen them before. They're you know before they prep them up and all that, and mm-hmm. it is not pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The few guys I've had to take out, I didn't like the way they looked after. You know, like they were, yeah, <laughs> they don't the like blood and, and the bullets going through their head and yeah, and your, the blood getting on my shirt. I don't like from that. your hit your hitman days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was kind of interesting, kind of weird. Um, trauma does, I think, like you said, it, it affects people differently. And hopefully, this guy's not this anonymous person is not feeling it too much. It's not because you know you hear stories of people getting feeling this way for like years. Mm. So 
Hopefully he's alright now. Take some opium. You'll be alright. Yeah. There you go. Take a little. Just start drinking a lot. That usually helps. Yeah. That's, yeah. Drinking always, always helps. That's always a solution. All right. So, is that all you had? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say he could go get a, a massage at that parlor. That <laughs> the parlor. <laughs> <laughs> the Bev, Bev's pissed off about. There you go. That'll re- relax you. Yeah. That'll relax him. Yeah. No more bad dreams. Just happy. No endings. more bad dreams. Just good endings. <laughs> just happy endings. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough of the internet for tonight. I want to thank everybody for joining us here at The Bunker, and if the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.